Carter, what's going on, sir? Not much. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, doing well. It is Thursday, and it's that time. Actually, I think we're a little bit early today. We are. We are. Go ahead and knock it out so we can get this day, get this day rolling. Exactly. So, um, you know, Mr. Uh, You know, um, uh, keynote speaker, all that kind of good stuff. You've been out doing some, doing some, some really good things out in the uh, community uh, this morning. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Yeah, so um, it was actually a a pretty um, interesting or um, pretty awesome experience. I had a chance to go uh, to the Ferndale uh, Center of Learning, uh, which is in Rocheron, Texas, just outside of Houston. Um, It's an alternative school that serves the entire Fort Bend ISD um, network or our district. And um, just having a chance to talk to some of some of our at risk kids that have um, you know, made a few bad choices, a few poor choices, but we had a chance to talk about um, that we're not going to let those poor choices define our future. And uh, the topic was, um, you know, if you, if you had to, if you write, you're the author of your own story, what would your story be? So, um, you know, it's always interesting because you don't know if you can reach the kids. I was hoping I was able to, to give something to them. Well, hopefully you tell them a story. So I don't know if everyone knows about um, you know, Steve, Stephen Carter back in the day when he was a little bit of a hothead. And, you know, we, we were afraid that he may go down that, that, that path. So I'm glad. Did you share your story? Did you yeah. share how, you know, how you know you were able to figure it out? <laughs> I did. I did. I was, man, I was I was probably a little more impressionable than I should have been and definitely a hothead. I think I was, I feel fortunate that we were um, not, in, we didn't grow up in a neighborhood that had like a lot of gangs and a lot of you know other stuff because I probably would have got caught up in this thrill. I don't know. I don't know. I was waiting for you just to keep it real. I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's 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 a really great opportunity, and I ha- I'm glad you had a chance to share your story and 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 hopefully help those kids and motivate them to stay on the right path and or maybe change paths and go in a, in a direction in a more positive direction. So that's what it's all about. At the end of the day. You know, we really just want to continue to give back and pour positivity into the world because the more you do that, the more you receive. So uh, that's that's always been kind of what what we've embodied, right, Stephen? That's so true. And I think you know, anytime it's, it's you know interesting, we you never know if the just one thing you said uh, made an impact on someone that was listening, and it was just the one thing that they needed at that right moment to make a difference in their lives. So I. I just, I know we both feel the same way. We just hope that we are able to leave one nugget with uh, someone that will change the trajectory of their lives. But hey, want to say what's up to uh, social media and, uh, you know, YouTube, Facebook, um, you know, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, you guys uh, say hello, check in, tell us how things are going. Absolutely. We have a few people checking in already. So let's see. Uh, Hey, Sandy. Sandy says, good afternoon. Welcome, Sandy. Glad you can make it. And we have our brother from another mother, Mr. Walter Miller. W.C. Miller is in the house. Whoa. Two great examples of patience and posterity. Uh, that's that. We'll take it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Miller. That's and uh, 
Let's see. And and then Drew says, that's right. Looking forward to pouring into Houston's five strong scholars, uh, scholars soon. Right. Absolutely. So I'm excited to I get a chance to speak to the kids with uh, with Houston five strong. Um, we have an event coming up here in I think three weeks or four weeks or something like that. But they continue to do really, really big things. And so we appreciate what Houston Five Strong does um, and what they have done for Langston University, which is our alma mater. So love That's that they're sending kids there free, free, free tuition, tuition free every single year. That's a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So what do we have on the topic for today, Dr. Carter? So, interesting, interesting. So as much as we're on social media and everyone is on social media, you know, you, you, there's been a lot in the news about Facebook getting in, in, in trouble and all these other social media platforms about what are the benefits or what are is, is social media really good or bad? You know, what what's happening? Um, is this something that that is a good thing that we have or is this something that's a bad thing that we may need to change the way we do things or, or something like that? So we thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about social media and uh, talk about the good stuff, talk about the bad stuff, talk about what happens when the bad stuff kind of starts to affect you. And then we can ask also even talk about how, how we can kind of do things better in the future, right? Yeah. So in general, what's your what you think? What's your thought process? Do you think it's good or bad? What's your what's your what's your So you know, I think I I think it's it's one of those tools. To, it's it's kind of like what is it? Uh, uh, like Superman for 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 much is given, much is is required. It's one of those things where where social media is a really powerful tool, but you have to use it properly because if you don't, you can actually use it for for bad and not for good. So some people absolutely use social media to. Um, you know, to down people, to make them make themselves feel um, bigger or better than, than others, to bully, you know, to all to do all that stuff. So I think it's just a matter of us making sure that we keep everything in perspective, uh, because yeah, it can absolutely affect and big and, and affect people, and, and and more important, our kids, right, our teenagers, our youth, because they may not have that their, their brains aren't developed enough to really understand what's a reality and what's not. Absolutely. So, um, well said. Well, said. what do you think, Stephen? Yeah, no, I, I agree. It definitely is a powerful tool, but it can be misused, and it definitely, um, you know, is a distractor in a lot of ways. It's a lot, yeah. a lot of ways, is a distractor. So let's jump into yeah. it. Let's jump into it. All right. So, first question: Why is social media good, or you know, what what's what's good about social media? That may have been not the best way to present that question, <laughs> but. Um, Number one, broaden connections and understanding of the world. And for sure, for sure, social media has, has been able to allow us to connect with one another all across the globe. And I think everyone can attest to the fact that you have friends and people and, and family members that you now are able to connect with almost immediately that you probably weren't able to connect with as easily uh, you know, before social media. So it's definitely a, a way to connect the world. What do you think, Stephen? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's interesting how when you're on social media, you see so much about what's going on with people that you can, you know, bump into someone and it's almost like you've been talking for the last, you you, you can go without seeing them for four or five years and then you you bump into them and it's almost like you saw, you talked to them yesterday just because you've been following all the activity. And that's a really good point. And and, and we, we see that all the time, right? You're going to bump into someone you haven't seen them in years, but they, they know everything that's going on in your life. Because for the most part, people share their entire world on social media. So yeah, you can keep 
great way to keep up with with people. So yeah, absolutely. for sure. And number two, um, develop communication and technical skills. So I know Stephen prior prior to social media, you know, I wasn't really that that much of a techie, but I had to had to had to figure out how to get get techie really quick mm -hmm. in order to stay up with all the social media stuff and the posts and all that kind of good stuff. So it's a great way to work on your technical skills. Um, and the, the whole developed communication, I don't know, that that one is is uh, is questionable to me. And I want to get your take on it and then we, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I think, no, actually, I think it's a good thing. I think, I mean, I think, I think there are those English teacher wannabe critics that will point out every grammatical error that you make in your post. And so I, I am one to be, I'll be transparent. Sometimes I post very quickly if I'm, especially if I'm posting from my phone, and I may not check for grammatical spelling errors, what have you. Um, but you know, if you don't, if if you're regularly posting, um, you know, grammatically incorrect stuff, it does make you appear to not be that smart. So <laughs> it's something you got to check yourself on. Well, I'm lucky uh, to have uh, Miss Miss Crystal Carter to make sure she will she will text me update me in a in a minute to let me know that something is not grammatically correct. So that's my uh, my spell check right there, my grammar teacher. Yeah, um, but you know the, the question about developing communication and 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 guys, we want you to to chime in on this. Um, you know, I think the the old school way of being able just to pick up the phone and have a conversation with with with, with folks to go out to dinner and just talk to them, to go visit your friends and family members. Those really, really innate ways of communicating is almost gone, right? Because now all we can do, we can just text if we need to talk to someone and we can just hit, hit the sentence really a short verb, or we can chat or DM them on social media. But the question is, is that really communication? Are we really commu communicating in, effectly, in, in an effective manner? And so, I'll, so we want to hear from you guys. Like, do you think that social media is an effective way to communicate, or no? I don't know. So, really good point, Doctor Carter. Really good point. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll move on. So, removing boundaries to developing connections. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, so I think it does. I mean, you know, for for the person, this this is one thing that that, that does make social media a little bit more beneficial for the, for the shy person, uh, you know, for the person who's not that that uh, uh, upfront in terms of communications. Um, they can have an have you know strike up a conversation with someone um, and not have the same kind of anxiety that they may if they were in person. And um, it does have you give you a chance to get to know someone before meeting them in person. So I think that part is good. It's a good point. Yeah, I mean, and I guess that comfort level of being able to say things that you typically wouldn't say could be good or bad, right? But but on, on yeah. this side, we're talking about the good good side. So so great great points, dude. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll breeze through these next few uh, strengthen relationships. Of course, you can strengthen relationships. Um, this was a good one, a place to seek support. So there are so many support groups on social media these days, and it's really a powerful tool, you know, especially on Facebook. If you want to create a support group for, um, 
you know, for someone who, who, who's, who's surviving cancer, like a cancer support group or uh, a drug addiction support group or whatever, you can actually cre create these support groups and get some really, really good, strong support. And I, I think that that's an awesome thing that we have that, that definitely is beneficial. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then speaking of that same thing, you can campaign for social good. I mean, if there's there's some stuff that um, that some positive things that you're wanting to put out there to the world is it's real easy to put a post out there. I think I just did one talking about, you know, it's Black History Month. We we're talking about the health disparities uh, in, in the African-American um, um community, more specifically with African-American men. We are disproportionately dying earlier, suffering from different diseases. And, um, you know, it's it's something that we just need to make people aware of. So anyway, I was able to post that pretty quickly. And I, and I tagged Stephen on it. I don't know if he put it on his, allowed it on his page or not, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, great example. What do you think, Stephen? Do you think campaigns for social good, is that something that's... Uh, no, absolutely. And, you know, I'll tell you what I really do appreciate. And I, mean, I see a lot of people utilizing this um, tool that is on Facebook that allows you to do a fundraiser for a local charity. Um, and they do that in lieu of getting gifts, say, on your birthday. So you say, hey, it's my birthday. Um, please make a donation to um, the 100 Black Men or whatever your organization is of choice. And I think it's a really unique way. You know, one, it takes away the feeling of like being selfish in terms of wanting to have gifts on your birthday. Um, but it, it, it's a way to to um, highlight a great organization that needs some help. So um, I typically try when I see that, um, and there's so many people that do it now, but I do try to, to do uh, as many little donations as possible when I see those, because I think it is helping out a good cause. I love it. That's a really, really good point. A really good point. All right, so now we know all the good stuff, and then we could go on and on. There's all kinds of great benefits for to social social media, but the big question is is when is social media bad for us? So we want you guys to chime in before we get started with our list. Just uh, just uh, chime in and tell us what do you uh, when do you think social media is bad, and maybe give us some examples or stories. We'd love to hear it, um, and just hear your stories here. So we've got we have Abe Mac in the house. Um, again, thank, thank Dave for your, your service and to our community as a, as a police officer. We really appreciate what you do each and every day. He said it's not effective, but I, I tend to, to agree with you there. Uh, hey, that's a great point. Um, let's see here. So Mr. Miller says, Mr. W.C. Miller says, it's the balance of your intentions and messaging on social media and the listener's value to apply or action from the information. That's a really good point. You know, um, it's something that you can use in a positive way or you can use it in a negative way. It depends on how you decide that you want to use it. And um, Angela, I love she's got a good one for us here uh, to begin. I'm actually working. That's a good thing because I know Stephen was gonna was gonna say, "Wait a minute, what, what are you doing on social media?" Okay, uh, I'm actually working, but the notification came up that you went live, so I'll participate. Uh, good day to you both. Huge fan of social media. There are advantages and disadvantages in all streams of communication. I think the, the convenience is, is the greatest attribute to social media. Social media, as it is your face, as as it's in your face instantly. You can promote, educate, and celebrate. Me, I like to do it all. Yeah. So so shout out to Angela because she is definitely. 
the queen of social media. She's um, used social media to uh, to accelerate her business. So, she, and Angela is our um, our hospice administrator in Corpus Christi. I was just down in Corpus with her yesterday, hanging out and doing some marketing, and she's just killing it right now. Certainly, within terms of you know, she's got you know our White Orchid Hospice page up and going. She's always posting good content, so she's definitely using the benefits of social media to help push your business uh, options. So I love it. So kudos to you, Angela. Keep it up. Yes, thanks, Angela, for all that you do. And she says, "Have an has a, have an awesome day." Um, Abe says we have a problem with communication, even in law enforcement. These young officers don't like calling or meeting in person, afraid yeah. of verbal conf confrontation with supervisors. That's real, Abe. I think that that's what we're losing here. I mean, we're no longer able to. There's actually there was a CNN special that talked about this. People actually now get apprehensive and they have anxiety if they have to talk to someone in person or if they talk, have to talk to someone over, over the phone. They will literally let the phone go. If it rings, they'll let it go to voicemail and then just send a text versus yeah. picking up the phone. It's pretty, yeah. pretty crazy how that works. But uh, a little bit, a, little, a few other comments from uh, Angela and one more and then we better get going here. David says for the most, uh, for, for this to be the most connected age ever, it made us disconnected as it relates to face-to-face -face communication and creating false reality. Very well said, very well said, David. Glad to, ha glad to have Mr. Mosby in the house. All right, so so you guys are kind of hitting on the nose, but we're gonna go through the list here really quick um, as far as what is, when is social media bad for us? Online versus reality. What do you think, Steven? Yeah, uh, David just hit on that, man. It's, um, you know, I think that people, you know, it, it caught, there's the, the, the level of um, mental illness and stress, depression, that's happening right now, definitely in this post, um, you know, pandemic now, uh, endemic um, that we're in. Um, people are, you know, spending more time at home, uh, looking at social media more. And so they tend to look and see whether, what other people are doing and it makes them feel like they're inadequate or that they've not achieved the right amount of success. And the, the, the reality is that people are, you know, they, they're just faking it on social media. And so, you think that they they're doing something real and they're not. I, I, I remember talking to you. I think you remember Sterling, you know uh, Tristan Seddon Sterling, and mm -hmm. show me a photo of there. There is a place that you can go and they have a mock jet, and it makes you look like you're getting ready to walk up on this private jet, private plane, and look really? up. And it's really just a mock jet, and you get it from a certain angle. It's not even the full plane. It's just a partial part of the plane with the stairs that walked you up. And literally people are going over here, taking these photos, doing a video op, which to make it seem like they're balling and going on a you know, private jet and it's not real. That and is that's, crazy. That's, that's what's happening. Wow. That's a great, that's a great story there, Stephen. Thanks for sharing. But that's a really good point because people just don't, they think that social media is real and, and really social media is just what people want you to see. That's right. Not necessarily the reality. It's it's them giving their best version of themselves, or sometimes their imaginary version of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, great point, Steve. Great point. Um, increased usage. So, as we know, you know, social media can be, and we'll get into this in the next one. It can get addicting. You know, before you know it, you're on social media all day, every day. You know, you you wake up, 
and the first thing you do is jump online and, and you go to Facebook or you go to Instagram and you go to bed and you're doing the exact same thing. So, you know, it's one of those things that if we're not ca- careful, it can get out of control. Right, Stephen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've got to have priorities in our life. And so we talk a lot on, on these series about goal setting and setting priorities and having a plan of how you're going to achieve those goals. And if you really want to be as successful as it appears that others are on Facebook, you probably will need to get off Facebook. A little <laughs> That's real. Exactly. You may want to get focused on your goals and not, <laughs> not focus on watching what everybody else is doing on Facebook. Right. That is counterproductive. So we talked about that one. Um, fear of missing out, FOMO. I don't think I've actually, I mean, I've heard the word FOMO, but I never knew what it actually meant. Mm-hmm. So fear of missing out, it's a thing. They're, you know, they're saying that people have to get on Facebook and have to get on Instagram and see what everyone else is doing because there's this big fear that if they don't, if they can't keep up with everyone, they're going to miss out on something. And so it's a real thing where you actually have to, or people feel like they have to get on every single day. They have to get on and see what all their friends are doing and that, that they may be doing something and they may not, and you may not know about it. So you feel left out. So, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you have so many trends that are happening. You know, the TikTok trends that pop up and right. and people are having these conversations, uh, not not on social media, but in person about, oh, did you see this dance or you saw that? And if you don't, if you're not on social media, you don't know what the hell they're talking about. Exactly. All these challenges and all yeah. that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still cracks me up the whole milk. Was it a milk crate challenge? Milk crate challenge. I was like, why are we doing this? And people were breaking their necks and all kinds of good stuff. Just, yeah. uh, it's amazing. It was, it was funny, though. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> and the last one, and we got a lot of comments we'll, we'll jump to, too. And, Steve, definitely check and see if you have any comments on your side. We want to make sure we share. But self-image issues. I mean, I think that what happens on social media, number one, let just in case you don't know and, 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 and you haven't been told, there are apps out there that can make anybody look amazing in a picture, in a photo. So you can take all your blemishes away, away. you can give yourself a six pack, um, you can make yourself look taller. Um, I mean, you can put makeup on your face, all that kind of good stuff. So if you're looking at social media and you're thinking that this an image of someone and they're like, oh, they're so perfect and I'm not, number one, it's probably not real. Right. Um, number two, it, we we start to we, we can't create these self image issues where we think that you know why can't I have six pack? Why can't I look like this person? Why can't I have as many followers as somebody else else does? And so you end up with these self image issues. Um, so yeah, it's a, think, yeah, no, I, I totally agree, and it's just it's just like you said with what we talked about earlier with the mental stress. Uh, issues that we have now, mental stress and mental illness is at an all-time high. Social media does not help. It does not help. Yeah, and so for all of those reasons, well, last thing, and then we'll jump into our comments, is that what, what's the result? I mean, it can re- it can result in cyberbullying, uh, social ex- and anxiety issues, depression, and even ultimately uh, suicide. And so, you know, it's it's it can have some really, really detrimental um, effects if if, um, if people aren't managing it properly. So crazy, crazy stuff. But let's look at these these comments here. So uh, let's see. Where do we, where do we leave off? 
So David said, okay, I think we I think we did this one. Yeah. So Angela says, back on the grind, be easy, let social media work for you and not the other way around. Be smart. Somebody's always watching. That's a really good point, too. Yes, it is. Whatever you put out there, people are going to see it. We're more engaged with others, but the quality of the engagement is terrible. That's a good point, too. That's a really good point, Walter. Um, and DeAndreo, Miss um, Ware, uh, says, uh, good afternoon. How are you? Hello. And, and then we've got... Uh, Mr. Miller says, look at the development of moving to virtual reality. That's a whole, that is a whole other conversation. Is, yeah. we may have, also, we may have to get you on so we can talk about this, this VR and what's happening because it's a real, it's a real thing. Yes, it is. Was, I was, someone was telling me how that there's people getting kicked off of virtual reality because they're, they're, um, what do you call those? Um, I can't think of the word, word of the little figures that they, that, that the avatar, the avatars running around like beating up on other avatars raping other avatars like just crazy stuff like it's a wow. whole another another ball game it's crazy wow. Wow. it's the future and, and as said you talk about you know we talk about so social media and how it's going to affect us in a positive and negative way vr is going to be a completely new ball game yes it is yes so it is. Um, um, on my side certainly on nitra wood side um uh -huh. right out of right out of beaumont uh, it says love connecting with friends and family on social media. So yes, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So last but not least, so we talked about all the problems that can go wrong, and and we and at the end we talked about kind of what what it can lead to. So the last question and answer is is what can we do to fix it? And um, I'm gonna pull this up, and Stephen, you can take it away. Yeah. So you know, I, I love this. Um, schedule your time on social media, you know, put some limits on there. Say I'm only going to be on social media an hour a day. Um, and you can actually set these limits electronically in the app. Um, and, uh, and so that's really a good thing. You know, setting set movement apps, remember to take breaks, um, you know, turn off the notifications, especially at nighttime. Um, I know that, um, you know, if, if you don't turn off the notifications, you literally get the pings that are happening all the way through the night. And some people are so in tune that they'll, they'll wake up in the middle of their sleep to try to check to see who sent them a text message, who sent them a, D a DM, whatever the case may be. But set those time frames so that turns off. So you have a you have a mental check. You have you have a, ch a chance to uh, turn off and, and back away from the reality from work, the reality of home, and then the reality of our false reality, if you will, of social media. What do you think, Dr. Trevor? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. You know, I love some of these great apps out there that, that you can put on your phone and can help you with monitoring and, and controlling your, your, your activity needs. Like Steven said, the movement app, sometimes if we're sitting in front of the computer or sitting at the laptop, or the phone too long, it'll alert you saying, hey, let's move around. So maybe that will get you to kind of stop for a second. I've turned my notifications off. So I don't get notifications from Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, none of those things anymore. The only time that I get notifications or I see the notifications is if I decide to open it up. Because yeah. if not, how do you stay focused? You know, there's definitely research out there that shows that every time the phone rings, every time you get a notification, every time you check your emails, it takes you twice as much time to get back on task with, with what you were doing versus if it didn't happen at all. So I don't want to get interrupted all day long. 
um, with notifications about crazy stuff. So I, I turn them off. So that's something that you can you can do. And and it's like Stephen was saying, at night you can turn it turn it off your notifications if you keep them on during the daytime. At least turn them off so you can get a good night's rest. And we should always always take a a, a, a mental check and just make sure that we feel that social media isn't making us feel worse, um, that we're actually feeling better, or at least feeling like we're connecting people and it, it feels okay. Um, one of the things I love, uh, one of our, 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 our closest cousins, uh, Cortez Carter, I don't know if Cortez is on, but he always takes a month of, and I think it's during Lent, he takes a month off of all social media. And it's just for his opportunity to, it's one of the things that he does that he feels like he just needs to disconnect so that he can focus on, you know, focus on God and focus on those things, his priorities. And so every once in a while, it's okay. It's okay to just take a break and say, hey, you know what, make an announcement. I'm, I'm chiming, I'm, I'm blogging off of uh, social media for a while. That's okay. Yeah, and it's, it's something I've contemplated before, Cheryl, and, and I haven't done it yet, but I definitely can see the benefit of just taking a hiatus and just focusing on, it's just like, you know, you say, hey, I'm going to fast, I'm going to do a diet, I'm going to, you know, focus, whatever the, 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 the uh, focal point is for you at a certain period of time, taking away all distractions, which may, you know, include not only social media, but watching TV or whatever those distractions may be so that you can focus on the greater good is so important. So I, you know, you inspire me, Sterling. I think I may go ahead and, and, and do a little middle break from social media at some point. There you go. Sounds good. Except for the podcast, except for the podcast. I'll except for the podcast, except for Thursdays for 30 minutes. <laughs> well, good deal. We are all done for this, for today. It looks like we have all of our comments. Well, maybe we have, we just have one just come in at the end. Um, let's see. Monsi says, hello, how's it going, Ms. Hawkins? Good, good to have you in the place. Thanks for, for listening in. Yeah, um, yeah. Hope your business is going well. Yeah, yeah. So we are excited to have another podcast done under our belt. And um, again, we are the Carter Brothers. Uh, we have a, a business consulting firm, and our goal is to help businesses double their success. We want to try to make sure that everyone uh, achieves their dreams and their aspirations. And um, if you ever need us, we're here for you. But more importantly, we just like to give back and pour positivity into the world. So absolutely. Enjoy it, Dr. Carter. Enjoy the rest okay. of the day. Already. Get off the social media and be, and, and be productive. All right. We're going to go out with our outro slash intro. Here we go. We'll